0: All right, and we are back with a special episode. We have a guest appearance in the house. His name is... Fantasy A. What's up, y'all? And then we got the return of... Majale. All All right, I'm going to hit you guys with the theme music, and then we'll start the show. Are you saying? Mm. Hey. All right. Uh fantasy man, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. It was so it was definitely strange how we met. I, I was running and I ran into him putting Yeah, yeah. A, I was walking poster. down the hill,
1: came from Capitol Hill, and and that's how, that's how you found me. Yeah, because I was <laughs> like I
0: was like, man, I'm a big fan. I followed the uh, if you want to give a shout out to your Instagram so people know where to follow you. Damn. Yeah,
1: follow me at, at fantasy A3 the number three. Gotcha. So uh yeah, man,
0: let's get started. How how you uh, how did you get all this, like the the music and the social media? What is what is your background? I don't know too much.
1: Well, my background is I'm a musician with autism, and I started making music back in 2013, writing songs, and and I like to write songs about my personal life struggles I've been through and the things what's been going on every year that I stand up for. And I usually put my music on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere else. And that's how I get into music is by writing songs. And how I get to postering, I use the Microsoft Publisher and Word. That's what makes me want to do postering because I want people to recognize who I am.
0: Gotcha, that's gotcha. Powerful. And uh, you, I was going to say, like, who do you... uh? Who's, who's your influence as far as rap music that's goes? A great, that's yeah. a great question.
1: Oh, yes. The, my physical influence, Um, I know Macklemore is my local influence, but my other influence is, um, I'll say Tupac, because he relates to what he's talking about. So that's so that's what my influence is, Tupac. Are you from Seattle? Yes, I am born and raised in Seattle. Okay, what part? In Capitol Hill, up at Groove Health, which is now Kaiser Permanente. But I grew up in South Seattle in the Skyway area
0: Oh, wow, Skyway Yeah, you went to, you, so is that where you went to high school and whatnot?
1: Um, that's where my old neighborhood was But I, I live in Maple Leaf now Up in Northeast Seattle But I graduated from the Center School in Seattle Center And I went to the, Ranger Beach High center School, school
0: Center nice. what the nice what, what is that?
1: Center School is like an alternative high school down yeah. in Seattle Center But I also graduated from Ranger Beach High School that's- For the transition program
2: so that that high school is actually literally in the Seattle Center. and Oh, there's
1: a school in Seattle there's Center? High,
2: there's a high school there, yeah.
1: In the food court.
2: In the food court. <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys fucking with me? No, like that is <sighs> real. That's I didn't know this until I found out this about like uh, four years ago.
1: How long has that been existing?
2: For a long time. For a
1: really long time. A
2: high school. Yeah, in, the high, foo- 10, 000, in the food court.
1: 2000, 2001.
2: You can't make this up. There's a high school in the food court of Seattle Center.
0: A hey, real talk. I haven't been to Seattle Center in like twenty years, really yeah. I mean, I'm a native, I've been here for thirty years so i I remember going to bumper shoot when right. it was free,
2: yeah, and ah. then the high school the whole the whole entire time,
0: yeah, I remember like uh I remember going to the food court at Seattle Center like mm-hmm. during like it'd be a folk life or a bumper shoot. You just go to the food court to whatever you walk around, yeah. you're bullshitting, but
2: man, yeah, I haven't been there in so long, dude, yeah, I guess. Yeah, last time I was there it was about 2 years ago. Really? For what? Um, damn. You know, um so again, with Shoot? Like, so, I started out as a photographer for shoot yeah. you know. Um, this was 2011, so Vibe Magazine actually hired me to, like, uh, help out. Vibe? Vibe Magazine. Wow, look at you. Yeah, so that was, wow. that was a big thing. That was amazing for me. Um, and that was my introduction to shoot because that was the first time I'm like, all right. You
0: need to give Majali a round of applause for that.
2: Oh, yes. Hey. No, that actually was an amazing time, because, like, so I met... Uh, that's when I met I met Kendrick Lamar Uh in backstage before he actually a year before he blew up, you know. Yeah. So like it was literally just in a room like this, like we're all we're all kinda of just hanging out. What I realized about Kendrick Lamar is that uh, he's still the same person that I felt I met in that room. Wow. Like in his music video and his interviews, everything's always like very genuine. And I'm like, damn, that's that's amazing to me. Yeah.
1: He's dope. Yeah. Oh yes, he is. You're a Kendrick fan? Yeah, I'm a Kendrick fan. Yeah, I like his business music too.
0: Yeah, I like I like J Cole. I like Kendrick. Uh, I'm really digging this guy named Saba. He's from Chicago. Saba. Oh yeah, I heard of that. Saba's was amazing. I don't know what Chance was doing on the last album. The big is it the big picture?
2: Actually, uh, no, is big picture was like his first one was. No, he his latest album's called the big picture. Oh, I haven't, I haven't heard it. It's uh, trash. We talk, didn't we talk about this last time? <laughs> I <don't laughs> forgot what we talked yeah. about. We talked about a lot of things last time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was not that good. Mm. But one thing, too, like, uh, so that's why I even, like, I like Fantasy A as well. Because, uh, like, literally, like, I don't know if he remembers. I remember the first time I met him, you know, like, music-wise, like, even talking-wise, always been the same person, you know? Right. Like, I feel like even as you, as you blow up, as you make more money, as you do all these things that, you know, like, you, you want all your goals... Some reason, like there's some people that just stay the same, you know, and they just stay focused and they just stay themselves. And I, there's a lot to be said about that.
1: Got it. So, were you in high school when you started rapping, or in 2010? I joined that program called Hip Hop Club at the center school, and that's that's when I I just um learned to do hip hop before you, I do my own music.
0: Could you tell me more more about this club?
1: Hip Hop Club is like an after school program that runs by Sam Walk and Peter Derding that calls themselves the Uni-Bros. They put that together after school every other day to helps people to learn about hip-hop and how it helps to express their feelings and make it a better place for people to vent while they like to rap about and what they want to write about and everything. And that's what makes the, a big community. Like an after-school program? Like after-school program.
0: How was it every day?
1: It's like twice a week.
0: Got it, got it. That's great, man. I wish, I wish there was something like that when I was in high school.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wish there would be right now. And but they, they, they gone to college and they graduated. So mm. I wish they'll bring back hip hop club and everything. Mm. I miss being at center school. I'm telling you. After I graduate, and they were, they had a rap group. Yeah, th- they they've been to rap groups like for a while, and and they disbanded like about three, four years ago, because they. They're do want to do something else for their lives. So that's the reason why they disbanded.
0: So you so you put up the posters, but you also have an album out?
1: Yes, I have like about four albums out. The first wow. one is a St. Patrick's Day one. It's called The Fantasy Has Gone Irish Green. And the second one is Fantasy Has Come to Sea Town. But I was born raised right in Seattle, but my stage name has came to Seattle. That's mm. how I named Fantasy A back in two thousand and ten. A stands for Alex. That's how people recognize me that's as true. Fantasy A. So, and why why, I,
2: why Fantasy? I was going to ask the exact same question. I, I, oh. I was curious about that.
1: Well, because I like to think about magic, and I read books that's based in action magic. I like to walk a lot, and I disappear a lot. So it's that's why I be called Fantasy A.
0: Okay, that's a dope name. Yeah, fantasy, it fantasy, is
1: Fantasy A. So, what was the third album called? The third album called is a Christmas album. It's called Fantasy Full Christmas in Seattle. Got it. And the fourth album that I released about three years ago, it's called Enter the World of Fantasania. And I'm and I'm working on my fifth album, which is our release next year for 2021, called A Kid from the Emerald City.
0: Nice, nice. This is all on SoundCloud?
1: All on SoundCloud, Called, yes, and all on YouTube. Okay. I'll, and have, band to. Camp.
0: I'll have to check this As out well. after Yeah, this
1: When you ever have time, I don't mind.
0: Yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> how how has uh how have you got have you been dealing with COVID, the mm. lockdown? I know you were in the CHOP, weren't you? Yeah, I was
2: at the CHOP. Both of you guys. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah probably yeah. him more than I was. Um What was what was your experience like yeah. in there? At, at,
1: at Chop, I thought it was really interesting. They just helped to, to um remove SPD from the East Precinct because they've been doing some bad stuff like after George Floyd was murdered by the police in in Minneapolis or somewhere. That's why after that May 31st protest that happened downtown that caused all this damage Mm -hmm. on those police cars, that's why those peaceful protesters scared out the SPD in order to make it as CHOP. So...
2: So Were you rapping in there? Were, yeah, or, I was. I was. I was street
1: performing up at Chop. I okay. did a street performance at Chop, cool. and people walked by and they dropped money down. They watched me performing, street performing. I did it for like at least four or five times in every half okay. hour. Wow. How, uh, how many? Like how you were there every day? I was. I was there one day on Sunday. On the Sunday, oh. you were only in the Chop once. I went to Chop. I went to Chop about two times. One time I was walking by, and the next day. I did a street performance. Nice. Okay. So. And,
2: and your experience? So, like, uh, with Chop and you, you being there, uh, was it during the time when it was very intense? Because it was a very different uh, Chop. There was a, t- a Chop that was very, uh, the beginning was very intense. You know, there was a lot of things happening. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. So, were you at the beginning of Chop or were you at the end of Chop?
1: I was in the middle of Chop before the end.
2: Okay. So, with that, too, like, um. Because I remember, like, the martial law band. Have you heard of the martial law band? Yes, I heard of them. They're yeah. a really cool band. Yeah, they're a great band. So I remember being in there with them. And I remember, like, there, a couple shootings happened. Uh, one of them, like, uh, so I, I helped yeah, them. Yeah, I actually, heard about that. Yeah, I helped them get security because uh, I was, like, I was scared for some of the, uh, some of their lives. So do you ever feel like you were scared for your life while you were in CHOP? Or were you, like, was it more of just, like, a... Uh, you're there performing, and I like was there
1: street performing. I ne- I never seen any bad stuff happening when I was up there, but I heard about it after I left.
2: Okay,
0: that's that's what's up. What do you What are you doing now? Are you still performing street performing?
1: I'm I'm actually performing from home from nowadays mm. virtual virtual performing. Nice. But back in July and August, I was street performing at the beach at Golden Gardens and Alki. Okay.
0: You just brought, like, a microphone, a little system? Yeah,
1: I, I brought my own PA system that one of my homies gave away to me nice. as a gift. Nice. nice. So I used that PA system, the smaller one, to bring it around just in case of I street perform at beaches and parks and everywhere else. Yeah. And now I usually make music at home during this COVID time, making music.
2: So one thing I've heard about you and I've seen about you, and I, I've seen your work, is like you're you're the one of the, you're one of the hardest working people I've seen in in the town in terms of postering, in terms of like just being on the street, and a, being a physical presence. So what drives you to um to be that much of a physical presence? Because like, uh, that's amazing for you to like be postering all the time and just to be out there the way you are. You know. Okay. Performing. Yeah. Yeah. What drives you? What's
0: your motivation?
1: My motivation is that I keep it, keep it on going and, um, and trying to get people to understand what I, what's been going on with me so they would know what they have in mind, and it helps them to change their mood. That's one of my motivation is mm. to change people's minds and get my mind straightened God. and move it over to the future. That's what motivates me. Other, helping.
0: other than the music, do you have any other types of merch?
1: I have T-shirts. Oh yeah, T-shirts. Yeah, I make T-shirts, and and very soon I'll have my own calendars. Oh wow, and, calendar. And, yes, and I also have the fancy loves me dresses for the ladies out there too. <laughs> okay, I see. I hear. Fantasy, and also, eh? I have the movie that I appeared in called "Fantasy." It gets jacked. I've. Ooh. Also in DVD as well.
0: What? You have a movie?
1: We have a movie called Fantasy Gets Jacked. It was, it's already out? It's, already, it's been out since like 2019. It's on YouTube and it's on oh, DVD what? as well. Okay. And we're working on this next film called Fantasy Gets Frustrated. And it's going to be released sometime next year in 2021.
0: Got it. Got it. That's, that's amazing, man. You got a lot of things going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm both a, a musician and actor at the same time.
0: Gotcha. You just need a, you need a Patreon.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a Patreon, but I haven't used it in a while, and I haven't got any new new people that does that does in my Patreon. I try to keep working hard so people can join, if gotcha. they want to see my stuff every month. If they want to like leave my Patreon, I understand that. Let the new people join. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Fantasy, do you think I can hear like a verse, like a good sixteen? Yeah, we're gonna be blessed, or what, whatever you want to give it to. Us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I could do, I could do six, right. six bars if all that's okay right. with you all guys, right. or eight silence.
0: Bars. Some Jolly silence.
1: Yeah. All right, here it goes. It's, let me came my mind. I I was born in Seattle. People know that right now. If you want to know me, I will be like a big cow. I'm the best rapper in Seattle. They all right? recognize. If you guys want to see me, don't get hypnotized. I walk a lot when people see me around. If you guys want to go, I will go up and around. <laughs> Woo!
2: Hey, you get it?
1: Yeah, mm. thank you.
0: That was amazing. Thank you yeah. so much for blessing. Wanna hear, us.
2: Yeah, I want to hear your process. Like, wh- what's who? when you're writing your bars? Like, how? What's your process like? Um, are you more of like nursery rhymes? Or are you more just like uh, like when you hear like, the beat? How do you attack it? Yeah, how do you attack it? Yeah. Yes. How do That's I right. attack the beat? Well,
1: I just um you know get my mood straightened. when I like that beat I just rap it to it and that's how that's how I get myself motivated to rap this way it's my flow the way I flow because of like I'm not going to let my autism ruin my flows I can rap wh- whatever I want I can act the way I rap because it helps me and it pick people to understand what I'm trying to rap about oh yeah
0: what do you guys think about um like, all these venues, like, Nemo's and stuff. I mean, are these people even going to come back? I mean.
2: I think oh. it's a new world, you know, to be honest. My personal opinion is I plan for the worst and hope for the best. So, planning for the worst looks like you got to start doing your own, like, what you're doing right here with, like, the podcast or the live streaming. You got to start. Your house is, this has to be a venue. Mm-hmm like, your house, your place, or wherever it needs to be. It needs yeah. to be a venue. And yeah. you need to get yourself out there no matter what. I think, like, venues are eventually going to come back in, but it's not going to be the same. We're not going back to that old way where the venue is. What do you
0: think, what, 2022?
2: What are you talking about in, in terms of venues opening up again like that? Yeah,
0: like a live show, going to a live show, be able to do a live show.
2: I think live shows are not going to be the same ever again. Yeah. So, like, there's, oh. there's going to be a new form for live shows. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be a lot more interactions. There's gonna be live shows mixed with like Zoom. So like as we're in people are on live shows, there's gonna be also a Zoom aspect or there's gonna be an internet aspect where people can still stay home and watch the live shows from their houses now. Yeah. So I feel like that's gonna be the next wave is like um
0: But you know there's there's like comedy shows kinda scattered around the States where it's like six feet apart and there's a plexiglass, the comedian has a stand behind. Right. So Oh yeah. There's there's places that are Making it work, you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. not 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 Washington, definitely not in Washington. Yeah, definitely not. Um, not in California anymore either.
2: Nope. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not really. Yeah, I definitely feel it's all about creativity too. It's like uh, I'm gonna say this right here. Um, so the gap between again, correct me if I'm wrong, or but I feel like the gap between the rich and the poor is getting bigger, and part of that is creativity wise, you know. Because I've seen it, some places have gotten shut down. my like, dude, you didn't even get shut down. Like, like we, we, when a movie theater gets shut down, I'm like, dude, you could have still had one employee there popping popcorn, you know, and doing some kind of, like, yeah. way to still make revenue. Yeah. Uh, so just being just completely closed because you're like, oh, COVID. Yeah, yeah. Let's We're just de- shut down. Yeah. So I feel like it's happening a lot. And the, the richer, rich people, Amazon's still making a lot of money. You know, those rich people are still making money. Basils. Right? But then some, <laughs> of, the, some of the small businesses, uh, that are like getting their go- doors closed. I feel like they're getting their doors closed. Some of them are just not being creative as they need to be, or I think that's on the box. Even though it's, it's a hard task, I'm not, say, I'm not belittling them and saying it's, it's not as it's easy. It's very hard, but at the same time, you got to be able to adjust to the times. Yeah. Or else you're just gone. Yeah. Like,
0: man, I don't know. Do some. I mean, I'm I'm over here in Broadway, and – their Spots are just like, we're done, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're, we're closed. I've know? heard that too
2: because some of the places I've heard, you know, they've literally just been like, We're permanently closed, we're, we're done, permanently closed. And out of like, I don't know if it was out of frustration or yeah. what happened, but I'm like, dude, like, you're gonna stay open, you could find a way to like, there's whether it be pop- popcorn or like business
0: loans or something,
2: right? But like, that's what, like, uh, people are being challenged, uh, people are being challenged, people that aren't used to being challenged are being challenged.
0: So. Yeah, that that is a very good point. You are being pushed. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to come up with a different way to hustle. Yeah, and
2: if you're not used to that, then you, you're getting frustrated. You're gonna be just like, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just so curious on what it's gonna be like when, when there's a vaccine and when we don't wear, we don't. Uh, need the to vaccine work. came out. Yeah, the vaccine's out, but I, I guess nobody we're, wants to take it. <laughs> we're, and we're like, long, I think we're like kind of at the bottom of the
1: list of getting it or something. Mm. That's what I heard. We're we're after the elderly. We're, we'll probably get it like in middle of May or. Like, for, like, before the end of 2021. Right. We'll gotcha.
2: see. But there's also got to be, a, like, a, there's got to be a trust that happens, you know? Like, a, this is a, the fastest produced vaccine ever, you know? Yeah. Like, we, you don't, do you want to take something that's, like, i uh, just been. I don't even get the flu shot. Right? Uh, I don't even get the flu shot. Huh. I don't trust them like that, you know? And now you just want us to take something that, like, uh, they're, like, they Fastly produced, you know. Yeah. The normal timeline for vaccines, like uh, I think like it's like a, uh, like a year or two years, you know. Yeah. They produce this like, yeah. In no this time. Is,
0: this is when the conspiracy theories come out. <laughs> <But> Matt, <laughs> ten, this ten, is ten. like the conspiracy theories goldmine. Do you have a button for that? Uh, I do not. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, cause I got my theme song. Yeah, I don't have anything for, but um, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is just, uh, I was. Even like I feel like 2022 might be a little bit better year, but my analogy is, I, my I my analogy is fingers crossed. It's it's like if everything goes to normal, it's like taking a cast off a broken arm. You know what I mean? That arm, even though the cast has been released, it yeah. still needs to adjust. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what we're gonna be like. We we need to adjust from 100%. the last two years of this extremely traumatic event. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it is a traumatic event, you know? Um, in the lockdown, like, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, in the first... When this first happened back in March, for the first six months, I was fine. But once the, once it started getting dark and a little bit damp around here, I really started having some mental issues, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, oh, so, man. Right?
1: Yeah, I know how that feels. Yeah, yeah. so
2: Fantasy too, like, what do you do, like, uh, to protect yourself mentally here in this time? Because... It's a tough time, a lot of adjusting. Like, I, I'm you- so sorry. You're in the central district. Where I'm in
1: I'm in the northeast area, like between Ravenna and Lake City, which is called Maple Leaf. Maple Leaf, yes. Okay, and you just
0: kind of check it out here every day.
1: Yeah, check it out here every day, every day. Wow. Okay, commitment, man. You walk out here? I took the bus all the way here. Got Uh-oh. it. Good for you, man. But I, but one time I walked from downtown all the way back home in Maple Leaf.
0: How long did that take?
1: Almost like an hour and a half or two hours to get back home from, yeah. Seattle, from downtown.
0: Yo, back in the day, I lived in Bellevue mm-hmm. and I was like, it was late at night. I was like, really? What? Me and my friend were like, let's walk to Seattle. Let's do
2: it.
1: Oh, from dear.
2: Bellevue. Late at night? Yeah, it was like midnight. And you guys wanted to start walking from uh, Bellevue, midnight to Seattle? Yeah. Oh, you guys my must have been high as shit. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, got, How that work? we got to mercer island i mean that makes sense because to get to mercer island would be at least an hour and a half or yeah. 45 minutes and i think we slept somewhere i
0: forgot where we slept on a bench probably <laughs> and then you know what we did when we woke up walked to seattle
2: oh. uh, damn you guys were committed yeah we made it you know what i mean wow it
0: was dope we were like freestyling the whole time we had some spray paint you know what i mean that is that's what's up i mean when when i in my teenage years i did a lot of crazy shit
2: oh made to seattle so i guess was that like a like a a eight hour trip then i don't know (laughs) do you know what i mean
0: like my i i rarely remember my teenage years because i was so high i mean there's definitely things i remember there because they're so prolific but a lot of it is just a
2: blur, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Eh. So how do you feel now? Like it's it's legal to be high in uh, weed capacity.
0: And what is that thing in uh, Portland about crack cocaine? Like that they reduce the laws if you get caught with crack?
2: Oh, like no, it's legal. Uh, you can yeah. ha- you can have crack in your in your back <laughs> pocket. Legal now. What? <laughs> no, any any what? drug. Though. They said any drug, right? Heroin, heroin, He's, anything. Like, I'm just certain certain amount, though. You can't just be carrying bags. Yeah, you can't. You can't be a fucking
0: drug dealer out there.
2: You. Know what yeah, I mean? but like oh, you man. can like uh be carrying a, a small amount and it's all legal. Yeah, that's crazy to you, but it's terrible. It's terrible. Like I, I like terrible. I don't agree with that, but like it is what it is. Like, is that like? You feel like that because that's a, like a liberal thing. Uh, I'm not not liberal in the sense of you know like oh like oh liberals are bad, but like um, do you think that, that that helps push the society forward or does it help it push it backwards? I don't know, man. Like,
0: I I don't think crack cocaine or any other drugs is good for people. That's just my thoughts.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not good either. I don't smoke crack. I don't smoke heroin. That's not my drug. Have, have
2: you ever uh, done any drugs before? Or?
1: No, never in my life. Not even weed. I don't smoke weed. It'll mess up my mind. I'd stay out of the weed too.
2: Have you ever? Wow. I I
1: I never smoked weed in my life. To be honest, I wow. never. Did.
0: Wow. Or drink? Have you ever
1: had alcohol? You- I don't drink alcohol. I drink water. That's it. I have never beer. had
2: alcohol in your life ever.
1: My dad was an alcoholic. He drinks beer, but I don't want. I don't really like my dad.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Good. That's good. Do you and you don't stay. You, you don't you. stay with your folks.
1: Not anymore. I don't stay with my mom. I don't stay with my dad. I'm on my own. I live with roommates.
2: Nice, nice, nice. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a lot of strength. Yeah. Good for you.
1: It is. My mom has her own place, and my dad lives in a family home, which is I'm proud of.
2: Very nice. Wait. Uh, I you say you say you you you're proud of. Your dad living in a family home? or yeah. Well,
1: he's not taking care of himself. That's, mm-hmm. that's what happens. He's yeah. He has a stroke, and okay. he has Alzheimer's. Oh. That caused him to drink too much and smoke too much. I don't want to be in the path where my dad is. Gotcha. And he has agile problems. He gives me problems and everything, which make me uncomfortable. That's why I want him to be there so he can be taken care of.
2: Gotcha. Okay, that, that's amazing. I swear, man. Like,
0: family is probably... 75 80% of everyone's trauma, man. I know it affects me, dude. Right? That's actually a great point. That weighs yeah. so heavy on my mind every day. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> man. And then sometimes I don't even, and day, some days I don't even, ha- I haven't even talked to my family and it's still, I'm still stressed out
2: about it. You know what I mean?
1: I know how stressful it is. But yeah, we all do.
2: That's wild. Yeah. Right. Like, it's part of the building process, but also that asks your story. You know, do you have, have you had? Do you have music about your family? Do you ever write like all that into your into your music?
1: Yeah, oh. I write I write songs about what my family's been through and everything, how that triggers me a bit. So that's why I had to overcome it by mm. writing a song about it, and that helps me get over my past. So people would know what I've been through when I have family problems, and people need to hear that because if they don't hear it. They don't know, and they just don't. They can't couldn't find out what's going on with me. That's mm-hmm. why I'm not afraid to spread my story out to everybody that needs to know.
0: So every day, your day is just kind of spent. Uh, I know you do postering every day, mm-hmm. and that's and then wow. after the postering, what do you go to the
1: studio or what? What is an average day of Fantasy A look like? The average day is um, I usually record at home. Got it. And I send my acapellas cappellas to to other folks. Who I've known, who knows me well, does the audio engineering. Got it. And and that's how my average day looks like.
0: And you make your own beats.
1: I make my own beats. What and do you I use? Cool. Loops. Um, I use some um, Magix Music Maker. It's called Magix. Got it. It ends with the X, not with the C E. And I used. I also make beats and record through Music Creator Six. Okay. Those are the two softwares I use. I have a Toshiba. I don't have a Mac or anything. if I have a Mac, I use Fruity Loose or Ableton. Got it. But yeah. my Mac, but my computer is a Toshiba Windows. Got it. Got it. That's the reason why. So you do some recording, then you head downtown,
0: do some postering. Yes. And then, and then what, what is that? What what? does the evening look like for fantasy? A? The
1: evening look like, well, my evening looks like it's still like, you know, I'm relaxing relaxed in the evening. And you I just take the bus back home. I took a bus back home in the evenings.
0: Got it, and then you just didn't do it all over again.
1: Yeah, do it all over again.
0: Wow, that's
2: that, so that sounds like you have a great routine. Yeah, that's yes. really good. And how you Because a lot of people don't have like a, that kind of structure of the routine. How were you able to create that structure and routine? From a uh, is this something that just came naturally to you, or is something that you like you had to work yeah, on yeah, over yeah. time? Yeah, where did it come from?
1: Well, it comes from. When I have a rough time trying to communicate, that's why I want to get people to understand what they need to do to, to get rid of criticisms by ignoring criticism. And I want to get people to get people understand instead of being lost. I want them to be themselves. That's why I want them to think hard before like, they do something.
0: That's, that's your message to the people?
1: My message to give them is, is to be the, themselves and be inspired and be respectful. That's mm-hmm. what they need to think about. That's the message I always give them. And during this COVID time, I'll t- I, what I add in this message, my motto, is to wash their hands.
2: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And
1: then, I and, like that. And during a Black Lives Matter movement, they wash can keep, hands. keep protesting.
2: As long as you wash your hands.
1: Yeah, wash your so. hands, y'all. That's what Fancy A says all the time. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands. I love that.
2: So I, I got a quick question for you. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Um, So I've always had this, Uh, when I would talk to people, like my personal life, I found out when I was around three years old that, you know, I love drawing and painting, you know, and I've stuck to that most of my life. Uh, when did you find out that you wanted to, like, uh, really pursue? yes. I know you you had the hip-hop uh, program, and you, like, uh, you experimented with that. But what did you find out, like, this is something I could do the rest of my life. And, and, like, that's my passion. That's what I want to build on. When did you find that out? And, like, is that your driving motivation?
1: Oh, yes. what What is driving my motivation? What I found out about the rap music is, like, when I listen to on the radio and when I see everywhere, that makes me think to get into hip-hop. That's what, what drives me is becoming mm-hmm. an entertainer. Gotcha. That's why... I want to think about being a hip hop. That's what helps me because I like write poems. I did poetry slams with Youth Speaks back in two thousand and eleven. What was
0: your first um, exposure to hip hop? Like, who was the first person you 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 remember hearing like rap rap music wise?
1: In in childhood, yeah,
0: just in general, just the very beginning,
1: the origins. In the beginning. What I first know about is Notorious BIG. Hey. Yeah, that's what I found out when I was h when I was a little kid. That's how I found out about Notorious BIG when I listened mm. to one of his songs. How
0: how old are you, Fantasy? By, if you, don't mind, you don't mind. 27.
1: 27. Okay. Nice.
0: And you heard and so this was 20 years ago you listened to Biggie.
1: Yes, 20 years ago. Nice. Listen to Biggie.
0: And you would you say you're more of a Biggie fan than a Tupac
2: fan? Hey, that's actually a good question.
1: Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I'm really? more of a Biggie fan.
2: Really? Why is that?
1: Hmm. Well, I would say because all the songs are, it, it does re- relates to Tupac, and they've been know each other in the '90s for so long. That's why I'm, I'm a Biggie fan, also.
0: Got it. So you like him
1: because they? Re- I'm I'm so sorry. What? What? Why again? Because it relates to Tupac. It, it relates to Tupac, certainly. I'm more of a Biggie fan, and also I'm more of a Tupac fan. It's it's hard to do which which artist is better. Got it. You know. So for right now, so I'm a Biggie fan. For right now, and after that, I'm more of a Tupac fan. So oh. what
2: drives? Oh, sorry to catch you off. Um So what drives you? That is it the lyricism of Biggie versus the storytelling of Tupac, or like what does what attracts you to each artist?
1: What attracts me to each artist? I'm yeah. um, Tupac. He likes to talk about how he likes California and and what wants people to Fantasy. appreciate. Can
0: I get you to lower the mic just a little bit?
1: Oh, my bad. And that's per- perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay. he has got hey. a little louder. Can Y'all hear me now? <laughs> yeah. I okay. See. All right. So, where the race is at for Tupac is um, well, what about the, the storytelling? Is is like talk about how he likes California and talks about want people to appreciate him and for Doris BIG I don't I don't know but he's he likes to talk about his life too. That's what the horse BIG does. Talk about his life as well. So that's why I like either the either of them. Gotcha. So, I'm more, I'm more
0: I am more of a a Tupac fan myself.
1: Okay. Yeah. That makes the two of us.
0: Cool. Like uh Yeah, I mean, All Eyes on Me was incredible. Me Against the World was incredible. Oh, yes, I like those songs. Uh, The Machiavelli album was was really good.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, too. The way I see it, like, Tupac, Biggie would be the kind of guy that, like, in a freestyle battle, Biggie would probably win. But in terms of a storyteller and, like, lifestyle, Tupac would win because Tupac was more about, like, he's more about the – poetic, you know, justice of things yeah. about the actual like um political, holistic lifestyle of the whole entire rap game and using it as a voice. When I saw Biggie, I saw him, you know, like he was a very talented person and like, you know, was a very like Arsenal, like um battler, you know, like he approaches he approached the the game as like a battle, like he was like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take you out, you know. It's
0: very, very East Coast.
2: Very East Coast, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna wrap circles around you, and that's yeah, it, you know. Exactly. So, so sport, so sport mentality. So Biggie was more of like a he's athlete in terms. Of, he's he approaches a sport. Yeah, yeah. Tupac was more like this is not a sport. This is like this is life. This is poet yeah this is political
0: he definitely i think it probably is his uh his theater background yeah yeah yes oh yes 100% agree with that because it it just seems like tupac i mean biggie also would paint a picture a beautiful picture but i don't know i could really sense the theater aspect in his albums you know what i mean like it was a whole production because you would put he would take you on so uh, so many ranges of emotions you know what i mean within his music
2: 100% agree and yeah, Tupac was yeah, definitely like uh Loki was a politician, you know, Loki he was, you know, like he had a lot of like things that he was doing, you know, that even stretched beyond the rap game, like again actor, you know. Yeah. Um and again going back to Biggie, Biggie was more just like um cuz when I look at when I when I even look at like freestyle battles, I look at that as a sport, you know. Yeah. yeah. So like that's and that's where Biggie's mentality came from. Like he's he's an artist, he's a he's an athlete at that point, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you guys think that if Biggie and Pac were alive right now, they would be playing detectives on Law and Order?
2: Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> <If we> Probably <laughs> like, yeah, they'll be long <laughs> off <in that laughs> g- the rap game. They'll be actors. I go- mean, LL yeah, Cool P- J, P- J,
0: Ice T. Yeah, ki- yeah they'll yeah. be on commercials.
2: They'll be selling Bud Light or whatever.
0: Tupac <laughs> was selling
2: like Alice, some type of like Thug Al-Zay? Passion drink. Yeah, Alice and, yeah, and all died. that. Yeah, like, yeah. I think the, they invented that. Like Tupac, I feel like he was a pioneer in that. You or know? What? And, Like, uh, marketing for like uh, liquors and drinks, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think because I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know anybody else, yeah. Always. At that
2: point, you know, uh, yes, a lot of people started coming out that afterwards, yeah, but P- like, a Diddy, like, Diddy, yeah. obviously, yeah.
0: uh, Jay Z had his own vodka yeah. or something. Oh, I like still have it, yeah, yeah, they still have it, but like 50 cents has like yeah, yeah. vitamin water, a whole bunch of stuff, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, but I feel like that Tupac was a pioneer in that. In like sp- uh, marketing. In marketing for like you know for drinks and stuff because like the reason because I I still remember when uh, what's a like a uh, Moscato came out with like a uh, sipping a Moscato. Do you remember that song? Sipping a
0: Moscato. Oh, no, yeah, that's yeah, Waka yeah. Flocka. Waka Flocka. So
2: throw, here, throw your hands in the air. Look right. I'm oh yeah. Of, yeah. Th- that's my introduction to Moscato. That's why I started sipping Moscato because <laughs> I, of that song. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's that's a Wale and somebody else in Waka Flocka.
2: Was was Wale in there? Yeah,
0: Wale's in there. He, oh. does,
2: he has a verse on there.
1: That's what's up.
0: What was it gonna say? Uh, yeah, this conversation got really interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Drinks and rap music.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's most important. What we talk about, if ours is that inspires us, and you know what we talk about every day of the day. You know.
0: And have you guys seen the new Dave Chappelle on YouTube called Unforgiven? I have not. Never. I haven't. No. It talks about how, because you know right now, well prior, you were able to watch the Chappelle show on Netflix mm-hmm. and yeah. also Comedy Central and HBO. Yes. yes. So on this thing on YouTube called Unforgiven, Dave Chappelle is just like, yo, I'm not getting a single dollar. <laughs> and he's just oh, like- Oh, man. He said, when I was 28 years old and when I had to sign the contract for the Chappelle show- I was 28. I had a baby coming, so a lot of those things I didn't really understand. So he was just like, I, "I'm not getting anything from this." So he said he made a phone call to to Netflix, and they actually stopped showing it. But Comedy Central and HBO were still yeah, they're they I mean they're they're going hard. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, they are something about the name, the Chappelle Show. Comedy Central and HBO can do whatever they want with with the Chappelle Show. That name. Like Dave, Dave cannot go to another network and have the Dave Chappelle show on Showtime or something because that's actually in the contract where he can't do that. So he was just like, just, so it's kind of like a boycott that he's doing on this, you know, YouTube thing. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, don't, whatever you do, just don't watch it. That's all I'm asking for. So that's what it's about.
2: So don't watch it on YouTube at all?
0: No, don't watch it. Don't watch the Chappelle show. On YouTube. No, 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 on HBO, uh, HBO and Comedy Central. I don't think you can, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can watch clips. Yeah, you can watch clips. But uh, but, but the actual episodes you can view on gotcha. HBO and Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah, you can watch the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But to be real honest with you, why the, I don't I don't want to, I already seen it. I already saw all the yeah. episodes.
1: And yeah, same here.
2: Yeah. And to be honest with you, I mean, so they paid him $50 million for the. Yeah, I never, I never so understood,
1: he, understood that. Like,
0: so they, go, but
2: no, he, no, in, he the, didn't in, do do in really the YouTube thing, he said he never got paid. The YouTube thing, the YouTube video, this this oh,
0: new, new thing he came out called Unforgiven.
2: Because I guess uh, there's royalties and then there's like salary. I guess so. So if I, I don't,
0: yeah, I don't know all the logistics, but he's saying he never got paid.
2: Gotcha. Oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes you know, if like for example, if like uh, if I say like, all right, I'm gonna hire you, I'm gonna pay you fifty million dollars, but then like uh, royalty wise, I own all the royalties. So yeah. like after I give you that fifty million yeah that I just own everything afterwards, yeah, but yeah. then you say okay to it, then that's what it is, you know, yeah, and that's probably what happened and then he's like he's like, I got my fifty million, but now I want more, but now yeah. it's like, no, you don't get more, but then the, 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 he's like, now like I was too young to sign that contract, which no. I mean, a lot of the stuff it makes sense, you know, Because like, yeah. technically like you like should a, always a, get royalties, you know, he's like a rapper, yeah, yeah, oh yeah,
1: 100%. <laughs> 100%. you know what I mean didn't I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, so that, that's what that's what that's about, yeah. uh, Unforgiven. 100%. Oh, uh, yeah. Dave Chappelle. Should we do the news? Yeah. Yes, go
2: ahead. All right. Do you know what reminds me of a story, too? Like, it reminds me of Scottie Pippen. What happened? Oh, yeah, I saw that in the last dance. Yeah, in the last dance. He, he signed it just because he yeah, was trying so to get situation. Same, same so, yeah, same situation. But then... And, like then became famous and became actually like... And then he's like, wait, hold on. How much you getting? Yeah, right. <laughs> Because literally like he was literally the lowest paying uh paid player on the team when he was the star player. Like him yeah. and MJ were the stars, and he was getting paid the lowest of the low, which is a contract. And that's gotta be frustrating.
0: All right. So here we go. One, one, one. Dallas man. Uh <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but um there was a there was a, a restaurant owner. His name is Kevin Kelly. And they were playing some music at a at a restaurant that he owned. Uh-huh. And some girls started twerking. And then he started... Can you guys hear the audio? Why is the audio not playing? Anyways, he's in this video and he's telling them that if they are twerking in his restaurant, they need to get the fuck out. What? Yeah. What? He literally was just like, don't bring that shit around here. That's what he's saying in this video.
1: What? What? Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: That makes no sense, but...
1: I don't understand why. I don't understand it. Um, is that the, him right there?
2: Yeah, this is him right here. Oh man,
0: but suppose, but supposedly, I think he's like there. He's not associated with the restaurant anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a bad look. Makes him sound like
0: uh, well, no, not, an not idiot. At a, not at, at all. <laughs> I'm trying to find the original post. but anyway, yeah. So that's what happened in Dallas. And the thing is, there was a DJ. You know there was I mean? a DJ? And people, women started twerking at their table. And then he started giving like a, a dad spiel. Like, you know, he's like, take that shit somewhere else. I don't need your money. Get the fuck out. Was he high? Probably. I don't think so. He probably just had a stick up his ass. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. He's
2: high on sticks up in his ass. Oh, man. All right. What else do we got here? Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Twerking is not a crime. It's the Never. new t-shirt. All right. British Airways stewardess reportedly offers adult entertainment during the flights. All right. <laughs> British Airways investigating claims that one of its stewardess is working as a prostitute who offers adult entertainment during flights and even sells her undies to passengers. What? what? The unidentified flight agent advertised her service through raunchy snaps on social media. Many focus on her stockings, uh, feet, and legs. Teases that she often wears no underwear during the flights.
1: Oh my God.
0: Those undies are uh, sold for $33 a pop. Uh, half the <laughs> amount is cost for a securing fee to meet later at her hotel. What? And oh, my God. What? She, uh, she offers sex between travels. She offers unspecific X-rated uh, treats to passengers if the money is right. Uh, if you ever want adult entertainment on board, all you have to do is give me some of that money and you'll be treated to a whole different experience of your choice, the stewardess reportedly wrote on her blog. Uh, so, yeah, these are some of the Snapchat photos. It's her and some lingerie. British Airways told the UK paper it launched a probe and was trying to identifi- identify the mysterious stewardess. We expect the sta- highest standard of behavior from all our colleagues at all this time. We are investigating the claims, a p- spokesman for the airline has told the UK paper. Well, all right, I, let's talk about it.
2: I feel like this is a time for fans, or uh, only fans types. Because I, I've known a couple of, like, uh so I've been on calls with a couple of businesses, you know, and there have been, like, Zoom, Zoom calls, you know, where it's, like, people have been jokingly saying, like, oh, we should start a fans, or only fans page, you know? But I feel like that's where, like, because, um, again, sex is the oldest um yeah. professional, like, business trait, you know? Yeah. um those brothels. There's brothels. Uh, so, but I feel like, in terms of, like, because uh, I, I work with a lot of brands, you know, so it's it's about protecting the name of the brand. Um, mm. So you don't want your brand, if unless you do, you don't want your brand to be associated with OnlyFans unless you yeah. do. Yeah. So I understand Airline, the uh, British Airlines stance on that because obviously, probably a lot of those are, they're all adults, you know. So they've a lot of them. I'm assuming they've had sex before, and they like they have their own little things. So that's not that's not what we're going for. What we're going for is more of like a brand protection. Mm. And she could do that on her own, you know. She can just she can uh, create her own brand and be a girl that just goes on flights and has sex all day long. Yeah. But the fact that she's a she's an employee of this brand yeah. means she's connected to it. Yeah.
1: What do you think, fantasy? Um, what I think of that, like, I thought is really really surprising that that she's 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 known as a prostitute agent when she's a travel attendant. But I agree with Majali. I agree with him. He should, she should do like an OnlyFans thing, and that's when people need to join in instead of having her doing all those damn adult- stuff up and on the plane. I thought it was really, really, really like, like surprising, and, and none of them didn't expect her to do that. Right? Yeah.
2: Because yeah. I mean, we've all heard of the Mile High Club, you know, and yeah, yeah, all things yeah. like that, you know. So. People are definitely having sex on planes, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, But at the same time, it um, sounds to me like it's more of a—it's pa- not a money thing. It's more of a, her passion, you know. What? Having uh, sex? Having sex? Because uh, I'm—I'm uh, I'm assuming. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, because I've known people, you know, like for example, like they need to have sex because they need to pay their rent, and whatever. So it's not—it's not a necessity. What I'm seeing here, I'm seeing she's making enough money, but she just she likes. Maybe it just she just likes having sex, you know. Um and she oh she wants to create a business out of it or whatever it is, you know. But that's something like she she would need to make the transition to like starting her OnlyFans and creating a business out of it rather than again connecting with the brand that hurts that brand's reputation. Yeah, like an airline.
0: <laughs> All right. Moving on. <clears throat> Oregon Doctor is sued after allegedly having a fair with a patient's wife.
1: Oh, no. What we'll suit God. him? No.
0: Organ man. <laughs> An organ man suffering from depression because of his failing marriage consulted a family physician. Mm. This physician suggested ways to improve his relationship and prescribe marijuana and CBD. Okay. However, the patient now claims that the doctor... Was having an affair with his wife oh. and has filed a 2.9 million lawsuit.
2: 2.9?
0: Yeah. Well wow, that's a lot. Alleging professional negligence, uh, person tone 47 of Ben filed the action Monday uh, in the county circuit court against the doctor uh, uh, Roland Ronson uh, as a result of Ronson's conduct. Paintlift sustained emotional distress, including the loss of his marriage and emotional and social destruction of his family. The lawsuit mm-hmm. alleges Rosen did not return messages left at the office. According to the complaint tone, his wife and two children received medical care at Rosen's clinic, uh, open paths, integrative medicine from 2015 to 2018. Mm. At some point, the complaint alleges that Rosen's, began a relationship with tone's wife mm. in November of 2018 tone who goes by the middle name of Frank Cot, and his grandson of the Hollywood actor Francott tone went to Rosen to be treated for depression according to the complaint tone a local musician and financial advisor attributed his de- depression to the stress of his marriage according to the lawsuit Rosen Counsel Tone and prescribed him herbs and breathing techniques to aid in combating a depression. He prescribed marijuana and CBD, according to the complaint. Tone later learned after his visit to Rosen that Rosen had been involved with his wife for an extended period of time. Damn. Tone and his wife were later divorced. All right, let's talk about it. That's fucked up,
2: man. That's crazy.
0: It's messed up. I mean, you're like going to someone you trust. You're paying them, and he's already and the guy's already depressed. You know. Yeah, he has no right to. And
2: he's and then
0: he was he was doing it with his wife,
2: right? I mean, it makes me uh, it reminds me of a time when I so I got in a car accident and um I went to my do uh, went to a doctor that was subscribed to me for this so I I had an eye injury, and in the eye injury um the doctor like so uh, a couple of weeks later um after my eye was healed uh the doctor came up to me he's like can you still keep coming in because all this is free for you? But again, I'm trying, I'm trying. So he told me like, literally told me, I'm trying to go on vacation. What? Um, so I need to keep billing what? you. And so he's like, he's like, let's, let's do a deal. You know? <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Like, oh, like, I'm yeah. 100% like not even <laughs> lying. You know? Um, he said, let's do a deal where well, you just keep coming in. So, uh, and because like, I mean, it, it was free for me, you know, and I like, he's like, I like, uh, you know, as long as you keep coming in, you know, I'll, I'll hook you up, you know, you want things, you know, I'll hook you up with that, you know, um, can you talk a
0: little bit closer to the mic?
2: Yes, I, I will. So all it, all this says is like, you know, like do, doctors are humans too. And they, they have the hu- hustlers, the hustlers. So, um, a lot of it is about lifestyle as well. There's great doctors and there's bad doctors, you know, uh, there's, Doctors that get into industry to make money and hustle off people. Or there's doctors that go, get into industry to save lives.
0: Like your buddy Eugene.
2: Yeah. Eugene, he's a great doctor. Like yeah. he, He's, he's just in, a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy, great doctor. He's great at everything. But uh, I've also met friends that I grew up with that should not be doctors and should <sighs> not be caught policemen Or it should not be Any of those But they are <laughs> Really Yeah So But with that fact Is you know Like that's That's what it is You know I it don't is. know any doctors You don't know any doctors uh, I don't yeah. think so I mean you know Eugene <laughs> Sort of I mean you've met him before I just <laughs> met him He's more of a associate Yeah uh, What about you
1: fantasy What do you think About these doctors Um To be honest I, I never had a doctor That has that Problem Problem with With them With that So none of the doctors have that same problem like this organ man does. And if if, organ man organ man man. if 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 (laughs) if I found out that one of my old doctors was having an affair, I would be so shocked and pissed.
0: Would you beat his ass?
1: I'll be I'll be so disgusted that I found one of the doctors that I know was having an affair. With one of my fan members And I just don't appreciate that Right It would have happened like that And there's a connection
2: through you though Like like For example Say like your uh, Your brother or sister or your, your mom comes in there And You provide that connection That would be That that would hurt a little bit yeah, yeah
1: That will hurt a bit for me And it will hurt our Family relationship And everything And it will hurt Me and a doctor's relationship mm-hmm. And that makes me not to trust the doctor anymore
2: Right Yeah Fuck that doctor, man.
1: Yeah, screw that doctor. If that
2: is he going to win that case, or where's the case at right now? It's still pending, I think. Still pending. All right.
0: All right. Man reportedly gets all six of his wives pregnant at the same time.
1: What? Oh, oh my
0: God.
2: What state is this where you can have six wives at the same time? Nigeria, man. Oh, okay. That, that makes more sense. Oh. According to
0: reports, a Nigerian socialite and club owner... Known as Pretty Mike has reportedly gotten all six of his wives pregnant at the same time. (laughs) The Nigerian man, (sighs) reportedly known for buying his wives super expensive gifts and then going on Instagram to show them off. He is showing off another gift he's giving them. Children. Photos of Pretty Mike and his six wives show them attending the wedding of Hollywood actor Williams Chukumba. Pretty Mike posted the caption, Legos zaddy live. Uh... PM and his six babies mamas. No film trick. We are just living our best lives. Hashtag a better time. Hashtag happy home. Hashtag family is everything. Hashtag baby bump.
2: Take a look at the photo above. Hey. Six wives
1: all oh pregnant. Oh dear. All pregnant at the same time. All right. Let's get who so Fantasy I, fantasy. What you what, what chime in? What you thinking? Well. I found it really shocking that this one guy had six wives that had, that are pregnant at the same time. For example, if I have four wives, <laughs> I would be shocked that they both be pregnant at the same time, and I'll have four different kids from different mothers, and I don't know how to take care of these kids. I wasn't ready for that. I I think it sounded weird to have a guy have five, six wives that are pregnant at the same time with, with the the kids as different mothers.
2: Yeah. That's, that's why he's
1: got, he's got money, man.
2: Yeah. He's definitely got money because you need money for that. Yeah.
1: If I, if I'm rich enough, I will take care of these kids, but not at the moment. No.
2: I mean, and it goes to lifestyle. So let me ask you about lifestyle because as you're growing your career, you know, and even music and everything. So in terms of like even like relationships, you know, like do you see yourself like at a higher level having like if you if you had the opportunity to have six wives or six uh or six kids, you know, by different by different women, uh is that something that you would take? Or like do you see yourself just what the one one uh woman Man, or do you see stuff more of like multiple relationships? Do you see, how, like how how do you see stuff like? Yeah, do you
0: like see yourself as a Nigerian uh,
1: zaddy, the zaddy. zaddy life? Um, uh, what do you want in life? Not really. I'm. I'd be more like a a a a double relationship. Okay. I can only do double relationships. What does that mean? It means I could do two relationships, but I could do like one relationship at a time which I had to take care of this kid yeah. and take care of another kid in a different months.
2: So you'd, you'd have like a wife and a mistress. Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. What about you? Majali? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flip back on me. Um, so I'm at the point in my life, you know, where like, um, I've had, I've had some fun times, you know, um, I'm I'm about legacy building right now in terms of like you know like um I'm willing to sacrifice if I could find the right person I'm willing to sacrifice the lust part of it for for that for that person and lust part of it because like you know like I feel like with lust you know I can literally like I have relationships and sexual relationships with multiple people and still never ever be satisfied yeah yeah um. In terms of legacy building, if I find a partner that can, like, uh holistically live the life that I want to live with me and I, I embr- and they embrace that and I can embrace their lifestyle because holistically means like, I got to find a partner that, like, I can meet halfway, meaning, you know, I can live their life that they want while living my life, you know, and then having a legacy where, like, uh we build upon that for the future, you know. So I'm a very plan person. Like I need at least like I need to have like a five year plan, ten year plan. You know, and it doesn't need we doesn't things don't need they don't need to go according to plan. But like I we still need to have a plan in place so that like yeah, we yeah. know our direction in a bl- life. A blueprint. A blueprint. Yeah, exactly. And if that if those like uh pieces can be put in play, then I I can see myself committing to one person, f- in the, in that scenario. Um. Uh, I feel like uh, when you add more people into the mix, I could see myself in different scenarios, and like with multiple partners, but that just makes life harder for me because, like, uh, again, like that's that's attention and time, you know, that's what that equals to me. People, when they see like, oh, this guy has six wives or whatever, they're like, oh, he's just living his best life, but you gotta understand that that's he's gotta give attention to each one of those wives, you know, yeah, and he's gotta, uh, and then the kids that come out, you gotta give attention to each one of those kids, you know. And there's levels of that. And if, he, if he has capacity for it, then good for him. If he doesn't, and he's just doing it to be reckless, then that's not okay. Yeah.
0: Well said. Uh, next article. <laughs> oh, Pakistani body bodybuilder reportedly marries a sex doll in a small ceremony. According Damn. to oh, reports, dear. a Pakistani bodybuilder has gotten married to a sex doll he reportedly <laughs> dated for eight months before proposing a year ago. That's hilarious. Uh, the sex doll Margot <laughs> and him had a wedding ceremony that found a few guests in attendance as the man put a wedding ring on the doll's finger and made the union official.
2: Does uh, the sex doll talk? I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: the bodybuilder took the to Instagram and posted footage of the union saying, it's happened to, it's happened to be continued. When speaking about the doll, the man says that she has a fiery personality and she, and she swears, but there's a tender soul inside.
1: Uh, oh, noted
0: that he met the doll at a nightclub what? and rescued her from some unwanted attention. He also noted that they were supposed to get married in 2020 before the coronavirus pandemic started. This Is this real?
2: I think it's partial joke, partial real. I don't know, man. I think it's starting to become real. Um, as For example, so there's <laughs> rabbit holes.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a
2: theory on this. I got a theory on this because right. at the beginning of corona, uh, so I feel like this is rabbit hole theories, you know. So what I mean by rabbit hole, so I, I had a friend that he started off as, you know, he wanted to do an experiment where he put a wig on his head at the, at the beginning of corona. Well, he, uh, and then from that, it uh, evolved to now, like, he had, he started his own, like, little, uh, uh, like, uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that. And the thing is, like, uh, he, he hopped in a, a rabbit hole that was about, like, uh, his life, you know, it was like, uh, he created, like, an alter ego. With, it was a, he's a female. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I guess, so in terms of rabbit holes, people are like, uh, they start off as jokes, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm going to be funny. I'm gonna put a wig on. I'm going to be a cute girl. I'm going to see how many people actually fall for it. And then now, and then several months later, you have your own profile. You're like. Now he has an
0: <laughs> <the> OnlyFans page. <laughs>
2: and an OnlyFans page. Things like that. So I feel like with him, like this guy, he started off as a rabbit hole, you know, like, oh, I'm going to marry a sex doll. And now it's like, it's evolved to the point where it's becoming serious, you know.
0: Okay. That's his theory. Uh, fantasy.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. I would say that he just made it as a joke to to marry a baby doll and and that'll be weird if i if I met someone who was a doll that I didn't discover, I'm just gonna make it like you know tell people about it and it's like if people like see me being with a baby doll, they're just start to say something like fantasy. Are you taking a baby doll? You know that the lady's a baby doll, right? And I said, How do I supposed to know? I can I can I can like <laughs> whatever I know. want. That's like that's uh, how I react. Okay.
2: That's funny. I got a quick question with that too. So do you think that like um have you have you ever had a like a scenario or so you've met somebody maybe by yourself where like you're taking a joke too far and then the joke start to become almost too real because you keep yeah, I almost have to keep playing it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once before, like years ago, what happened? Like I told them that I have a a, a girlfriend, and and I realized that this girl is a robot, which is I didn't know.
0: Wait 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 wait. wait, wait,
1: wait. <laughs> like what? Like I realized I told I told people on Facebook about that I met someone that I didn't know. That I was a robot, but I told them. It turned out that she disappeared, and and, and 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 people on Facebook didn't take my joke too far, so that's what happened.
0: Where where did you meet this per, this girl?
1: I met this girl like somewhere. Like I I I think I met her online. Uh huh. It's more like online.
0: And she was a bot the whole. And time. she was a bot
1: the whole time.
0: Mm. But you thought that you were. And how long were you guys messaging each other?
1: Like about two days, and you had formed a relationship with her online. Yes, for a little bit, and then after that, we disconnected. And
0: but for those two days, you then went and told people that she was your girlfriend.
1: Yeah, and they were all they all didn't take it take take it too far. What do you mean by take it too far? Like I told them that my my girlfriend was a robot, and they were and they're not surprised. So
2: interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh yeah, you wanna you wanna shout anything out before we h- end
1: yes, this? I want to give a shout out to all of my fans on Instagram that supports me and watch my stories. I appreciate all the love. i want to give For a MCA. huge shout out to Chef Danielle at um, curvy at, at culinary underscore cartel. And also give a shout out to at the wake up show. At, it's, it's the wake up show. That did the radio show with them last year. Doing the movie reviews. Until this pandemic go down. Let me know. And I'll be down to do more food and movie reviews. And shout out to SJR Radio For all the hard work he did. to During this uncertain time. And yeah. Be, be sure y'all to subscribe to my YouTube channel. At Fantasy A. And follow me on Instagram. At Fantasy A3. And um, my mall, y'all, remembers to be yourself, be inspired, be respectful, and wash your hands. And um, I'm glad to be part of this episode with y'all. Thanks oh, y'all so much. Thank you. All right, let's hit him with the theme song. And that'll be you. him.
2: Hey. What are you saying? Great episode. All right.